Welcome, fellow seekers, to the Seekers of the Eternal podcast. My name is Krishna Chandra Das, also known as Chris Parks, also known as the visual artist Pale Horse. I'm here with my podcast partner, Jay DeRocha, children's storybook author, public speaker, and entrepreneur. And we get into some really interesting topics today. As always, we're talking about imagination. We're talking about our superpowers as human beings to receive visions when we're in a calm state and to be able to realize those visions in our life. Uh, we also talk about life as a video game, seeing our life as a video game, acting accordingly and playing and enjoying our life as much as possible in a calm state. We also talk about the opportunity that comes at the moment of death and Yamantaka, the slayer of death from Tibetan Buddhist traditions. So we hope you enjoy this expanding podcast, this mind-expanding podcast, as we explore things that have just come up for, for us as inspirations this week. And as always, you can support this podcast by going to the online store where we have uh, t-shirt offerings, apparel. I also have prints of deities like Ganesha, we also have Web3 offerings, if you're interested in that. Please support this podcast also by liking and sharing with your friends. We'd like to see this grow more and more. So we really are grateful that you are here with us along for this journey. And blessings of joy to you, friends. Fear not, fellow seekers. Please await you in the Welcome back to the Seekers of the Eternal podcast. Your hosts are Jason DeRocha and Chris Parks, a.k.a. Pale Horse. Chris, how are you, my brother? Hey, doing great. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back, Jay. It's been a little bit, we've uh, maybe about a few weeks since we chatted last and yeah. just had so much, so much. Um, it's, it's always nice of when we get to reconnect. It always feels like the right perfect time for it because yeah. it's like okay now nah, i got all this uh this inspiration that comes through and things to share again so i always love getting to connect with you and and just have somebody like a sounding board to to bounce all of these ideas off of so i'm really grateful to to have this time to to share these things that are coming through with you and everyone else likewise likewise yeah it feels like a like a vitamin tonic or you know what i mean like it's just like it's that shot of b12 right in the butt for me to get going again I, I just love these it gives me so much clarity and um you know it's so funny like when you get so caught up in the everyday like you can sometimes forget all of these great lessons and, and um inspirational and educational conversations that we always have and I think that's probably just part of life, right? Sometimes we'll read a book or we get inspired and we're like, okay, this is going to change things. And then you get back into these like rhythms and routines. And then all of a sudden you've hit, you get hit with this circumstances situation and you don't like how you responded. You don't like how you reacted. And then you go think back and like, man, I talked about this three weeks ago. <laughs> 
yeah yeah that's it's so it's so nice to like be around other people that like to talk about these things because we can keep bringing it back up keep reminding ourselves and yeah. then just make it real because yeah yeah we can have so many great experiences awakening moments all of these things and then yeah it just fades away so quickly so yeah this is just and that's what i love about this podcast we're just coming back in your ear to just remind you pretty much the same things over and over and over again so that we can all really move into this reality and so yeah let's begin together as always we'll just relax and release the tension just another little reminder to um, take time to move into the present moment in your day and we're just going to do a little quick exercise to relax and release the tension it's going to be a short and long double inhalation and then we're going to tense all the muscles in the body then we're going to relax and release the tension so let's begin take a, a normal deep inhalation breathing in and all the way out and now double inhale intense inhale low medium high tension and all the muscles and vibrate with willingness and exhale relax release feel Again, inhale intense. And a low, medium, high tension and all the muscles vibrate with willpower and exhale. Relax, release, let go of the tension. Last round, inhale intense. Low, medium, high, vibrate with willpower and exhale. Relax, release, just feel the vibration inside the body moving into this present moment opening with a short prayer divine mother problems cannot exist whenever you are near give us strength always to hold you in our hearts and to share your light and joy with everyone we meet om shanti 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 peace amen And just that little reminder that what we're doing here on earth, you know, if if we're interested in, in awakening our consciousness, what we're doing really is just learning how to stoke ourselves with joy and calmness and then go around sharing it with other people. Even when we get into all these projects that we're doing, the big thing after all these years of practicing and and I mean it's really a short time that for me um, but all this time of, of practicing and, and meditating the real big thing that's like coming so strong just in recent months like energetically this has been a really powerful month I think collectively a lot of people that I've been talking to is like yeah like books that I've been reading, things that I've been practicing, they're starting to click. Like I'm starting to like really get it and put it into practice. And um, I've been feeling that a lot lately. And the big thing that's coming through is just this ability now to have a sense of calmness and even-mindedness, even when the waves of life and the projects and all of the things that we're doing being able to like not have that underlying level that it's like this 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 underlying uh, layer of fear that's kind of used to always be running in the background a fear mm. of like i might not be doing it right uh, am i doing the, the right thing to you know to take care of my family to take care of my projects to to do all these things am i doing the right thing and 
I feel like now the big the big thing that's that I'm learning and putting into practice is always the thing to do is to get calm, to find that inner happiness, and then that will manifest itself in all of your projects and all of your relationships. It's not like a separate thing that you're doing, you know, like this selfish little thing to, uh, oh, I got to make myself feel better. And then I'll get back to my work. It's like, no, that's the thing to do in, yeah. in the moment always. Mm. Yeah, I love that share. Like sometimes, you know, you go into um, you go into like a project or any kind of focus that you may have, and you just think, I've got to get it done. I have to do this and then and then I can do something, you know, whatever else you gotta focus on. But um, I'll give you an example. Like, obviously, you know, Chris, I'm working on this, this house, uh, this investment property that I need to repair and, and get ready to for, for sale. But, um, so I have to, that's what I have to do. I have to go get this house repaired and I have to get it up for sale. And there's a certain time period that I have to do this in, but my father who's retired has been coming with me to the house every single day. And I get to pick him up from his house. And sometimes we have breakfast together and we get like a 10 minute ride from him his house to, to this, to, to the investment property. And then we work on the property together. And sometimes we're doing the same job. We were painting. Sometimes he's off fixing the electrical and I'm doing the trim. And until this conversation, it hasn't dawned on me. My dad is 71 years old. I only have so many father, father, son interactions left. And, and they're and they're fleeting, right? You know, I'm probably in that, I'm definitely in that, maybe that last 10, 15, 20 years if I'm lucky. Um, and every moment that I have with him in good health, um, without the anxiety of other uh, and stresses of life you know, and, and our individual responsibilities is a massive blessing every moment that I have with him. Until this conversation, I've never really thought about, it's kind of cool my dad comes and helps me at the house, but you know, these are the memories I'm probably going to cherish most when he, if things unfold in a programmed way where, you know, your, you, your parents outlive, their parents outlive their children, then these moments now will be the ones that are going to be most recent and most cherished. And I imagine how much more cherished they would be if I approached this with that being cognizant of the fact that these are really fortunate blessed experiences that I have, uh, with my father, uh, at this stage of life. Mm. Um, so I really thank you for sharing that, Chris, because I didn't even think about it going into this, you know? So, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's amazing. You know, that little practice we did, we just, you know, calm, relax, feel, and then, you know, a little thing will spark just a whole new way of kind of looking at whatever it is that you're doing. That's really, that's really interesting. I, I grew up uh, painting houses with my dad doing projects mm -hmm. like that when I was younger. So we spent a lot of time just, yeah, going to different places and working all day together. And it's been wow. forever since doing that. And yeah, I guess, you know, like as I was younger, of course, I, you know, you always took those things for granted. Yeah. And, so, yeah, like having a little flip of consciousness of just approaching whatever it is that you're doing in a more uh, present way. That's that's really great. You know, like even, you know, like when my brother and I are painting murals together, it really comes down to, OK, it's the same thing. We're uh, up, up here at a wall. We got to paint this thing. We got to do this project. But it's like the interaction that we have, the mindset that we have makes it 
fun, makes it yeah. um, valuable, yeah. you know, the connections that you're having, the kind of, you know, things that you can share with each other with having that much time. And I think also like um, whenever you're working with somebody, if, you know, like a lot of people, I think uh, associate like stress with projects and all of that. I guess if you, you know, whenever you can get into a place where you're working with somebody and whatever comes, you know, just decide because, you know, of course, when you're doing a house project, there's going to be all kinds of unexpected things that pop up, Always. things that could cause stress. So it's like I, if we decide at the beginning of this, it's like, OK, we're not going to let anything get in the way that, you know, the real thing that we're doing here is just having a good time with each other. And we're we're working on something for our future and. And I think you can really just enjoy what you're doing and then be a, a really positive influence on each other Yeah. Uh, when you don't let any stress, like, you know, rile things up or, you know, just like, all right, whatever comes, it's here for our benefit. Yeah. And just that's a great word to practice with cool, cool practical, <laughs> practical way to look at it. Yeah, yeah, you're exactly yeah. right. And, uh, you know, it's funny, like when you, when you open yourself up to those types of, um, experiences, you, you are, you're right. You are more patient. You're more understanding. You almost embrace challenges a little bit more. You, you start to see them as more of a game than like, as we, we always talk about life's a game, you know, if you are, if you're doing it with the sense of appreciation, then there's an opportunity for you to look at any challenges like, okay, I gotta, I gotta fix this. Thank God I got my dad here. Cause he's like MacGyver. He can figure this part out. And I know I like to figure, figure things out as well. And I'm, you know, learning a little bit from my dad still, I'm 43, 42 years old and I can still get a chance to learn, you know, X, Y, Z from my dad. Like there's lots of really cool takeaways, you know, that you can, that you can get. It just depends on how you approach, you know, the situation you the fact of the matter is you're going to get to the end of the project regardless, but you can do it with blinders on and, and not, and then miss all these really cool other opportunities you have to really make meaningful memories and, and learning opportunities. Um, you know, so I think that's, that, that, that's my takeaway. I can't believe we're only a few minutes into this podcast and that was like a really good takeaway to change my perspective, to go into this, this work day of, of getting this house prepared. No. Nice. Excellent. And uh, th that what you were saying there too about the game that was coming through a lot to me this week. Uh, really see, we talk about it a lot here, but the, the idea of, of seeing your life literally as a, as a virtual reality video game, I, I feel this is yogic teaching at its essence. And the, the, the more our technology improves, the more it actually shows us the nature of the reality that we're in. And if we see our our life situation every every morning you wake up, it's like you just hit start, ready, player one, start, and you wake up, and it's just like, okay, this is the game today. Whatever it is that you're doing, that's the game that you're playing. And the levels increase, so the difficulty, the challenges increase because you're learning, you're growing. You're not the person you were yesterday. The things that you're building on it, you know, I'm on another level, and of course, it gets harder and harder. Yeah. The thing that was coming through recently is that there's a game designer. Don't feel like this is all random. This is there's a game designer, and that. All of the 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 um, situations that are thrown at you in the game are like, say, imagine if you're playing any video game, you come up against a, an area where you can't solve the puzzle, you can't figure out what to do next. But there's always a solution. 
Mm. It's not like you're going to play the game and you get stuck. If Unless it's a poor game design, you know, like that old Atari game ET where you like it was like notoriously for getting people stuck and there was like seemingly no way out. It was just like really frustrating. So but if there's a, a really great game designer, they're never you're never going to be put in a situation where there isn't a way out, a way to solve the puzzle, a way to move forward. So I've been using that little mind, you know, uh, flipping and anytime I'm running up against something where I don't know what to do, it's like, okay, just take a moment, do that little exercise, breathe in, tense, relax, and then say to say to the the game designer, like, I don't know what to do here. I know there's a solution. I know that everything that you give me is here to teach me something mm. to help me learn and also to make it better you know, okay, the thing that I thought was going to happen didn't, or I'm up against this challenge, but I know that you're always making it better, even though it doesn't seem that way. Yeah. Show me the way, show me the way. And it's your, the thing that's been really powerful coming through, I've been diving into a lot of manifestation teachers, like people like Neville Goddard and um, uh, Swami Kriyananda and all, you know, all of these yogic teachings really are, are about this, the nature of reality is that okay this is this is it it's that okay you you run into this problem in your project okay and now you take a moment you get quiet get into the present moment you know like we do a lot of times in this podcast like look around the space that you're in listen you know just enjoy that you're in this video game this virtual reality space you know, take it all in like, wow, look at how detailed everything mm. is and how, man, this is quite a robust video game. And then tune into that game designer, which is your, as Devil Goddard would say, your wonderful human imagination, mm. your wonderful human imagination. He says, this is God your human imagination. The imagination is always running. It's always coming to you. The imagination is, you know, think of any project that anybody in the world has ever created. We went to, we went to the moon, you know, whether you believe that or not, uh, you, it had to start out as a, as a, as an imagination, yeah. an imaginary act in someone's mind. They saw it in their mind. They, they felt what that would feel like if it was right now in the present moment wow we could go to the moon and then and then that that that's the reality that mm. that was you saw it in your mind felt it happen that's the reality right. and then the way that it plays out here in the virtual world that's actually the virtual reality so mm -hmm. when when you take that moment and you connect with the the imagination at the pure imagination. Now there's different types of, there's different types of intuition or, you know, uh, there can be like, if your ego is, is, ag is running the show, if you're agitated, if you're in a fearful place, you can, you know, rack your brain and come up with ideas and, and uh, make and manifest those, all that kind of stuff can happen. But if, if you want to find out what wants to happen, you can use uh, all kinds of different tools, all the yogic tools, all of the breathing techniques, all of the, you know, whatever it is that gets you into the present moment. For me, it's Kriya Yoga. Gets you into the present moment. And then you're, you from your brain, your ego, your small self, 
is talking to the imagination. The imagination is bringing you intuition, sending you visions. You get a vision and then you're like, whoa, okay. Oh, there's a way. There's like a way out. There's a little solution to my problem. And then you feel that, you know, with calm feeling, with a, you water it with love, they say, you know, you, you just don't, you don't judge it. You just feel that, that reality. And you imagine right now that reality is here. It's not sometime in the future. It's right now. What would it feel like mm. if I went through with this? What would it feel like if I accomplished that? Oh, okay. Here it is right now. Feel it, feel it, feel it. And I'm just noticing when I when I do that, it's like you just walk into that reality. This yeah. is Hanuman. He has the power to have a dream, have a vision. You know, Ram is in that in the story of Hanuman is always sending him the next thing to do, the next thing to do. He simply is tuning in, receiving the imag in his imagination, receiving the wisdom, receiving the uh, the vision of the future, and then saying, "Yes, I'll do it." Feel right. it, and then you just look for evidence in the world of that, you know, uh, opportunities for you to keep moving forward. And you yeah. see everything in your world as, as shifting and changing to make that reality yours. And that's, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. It's not like it's and and adopt it. Like it has already happened, right? Not like this will happen for you in the future. It's like, this is my reality. I'm going to go out and live it right now. So all of your actions have to line up with what that, what you've just imagined for yourself. You know, so for mm -hmm. me as an author, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, how come, you know, schools aren't calling me or how come and that's like, that's that thought of like, it's inactivity, right? It's like, um, I do nothing. It's going to come to me, which isn't necessarily the case. But if I act like I'm already that author, I can pick up the phone and I can call the school and I can book it. I can, I can, I can, because it already exists. And so you, you, there just needs to be action. And I think that's the one thing that sometimes when we have these conversations, people are like, you know, I, I think positive all the time. I think about all these positive things, but like nothing happens, but you have to actually live these positive, like live is a verb to live is a verb. You have to, it's, it's an action word. And so show up, you know, get out and do something. And, you know, it's like, you know, getting up to bat, getting up and taking action doesn't necessarily mean you're going to hit a home run every single time you swing, but you got to swing in order to hit a home run. There's going to be strikes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you're not going to need to swing. You can just let something pass you right by. And those, that's those moments of inactivity sometimes is, is, it is important sometimes to, to, you know, swing at everything. But the point is, is like, you have to step to the plate and you got to take those swings. And it doesn't matter if you're running a business. It doesn't matter if you're trying to build your relationship with your spouse or with your children. You know, if you're hoping that your wife's going to come home and tell you you're the best spouse or that your kids are going to say you're the best parent and you just don't, and you're not taking any action, you're not stepping up to bat to, to prove worthy of that, then yeah, it's not going to happen. You can't think your way into that. But if you envision yourself, I'm, I'm a really good, I know I'm a good dad. And everything you do, every action you take has to be in that, in that vein. And you, you, you'll be surprised at how quickly you start living that life as a great father, as a great business person, as a great spouse. Mm -hmm. And, and it, uh, yeah, totally. And the, the thing that was also uh, coming, coming clear recently to me is that if you say, say in that, in that state where it's like, oh, I want 
to be this version of myself. I want to have this ability. I want to be better at this. I think that it will uh, help me on my mission to to do this good work, whatever it is that I'm doing in my life. Uh, I I would like to have the ability to say, you know, for me specifically, I have a trouble um, uh, because I think it was for, for so long, I was I was kind of a renunciate at heart. I wasn't uh, I, I kind of lost an interest in the world for a, a while and I, mm. I went a lot more interior. So I really stopped paying attention too much to the outside world so much to like facts and names and places and all of that kind of stuff. So now I'm seeing on my mission here, what I'm doing, I was saying to my imagination, as it was showing me the future, I was saying, grant me the ability. So I see this future, grant me the ability, give me the strength to follow this path. You know, I see this, this these visions. Okay, give me the ability to follow it, take away my fear. And give me the ability to have a very strong memory. Like, I would like that, you know, and then as you're saying it, because you actually are your imagination. So the God that you're talking to is listening because you heard it. <laughs> you, your, your ego said, this is what I want in order to, to, to do great things on, on this earth. Your consciousness heard the ego saying, I would like to have a great uh, memory. And you say, granted because your wish is my command. Like the, the imagination has to do what you put your will towards and, and demand. Like Yogananda, he says, we shouldn't pray as a beggar. We, we are, we are our, our, our father is the emperor of the universe and everything that is his is yours. And so when you, with all of your willpower, say, I want this, I demand this, he says, granted. Mm. And then we, like you said, it's now up to us to start taking the steps towards that reality feel that that's already the case oh i do have a great memory i think all it does is i just turn that on now and i say i do have a great memory and then when somebody tells me their name i'm like repeating it repeating it um i'm looking at things you know i'm paying attention to where i'm going how i got there you know and it just starts to manifest yeah. itself like yeah. i am a person with a great memory like you can grow up and people tell you oh you know somebody once told you you were bad at math and now you're like i'm bad at math so your mm. whole life you just say i'm bad at math and now you you now you're bad at math but then it's like we just have these grooves in our brain that um just get worn in there by experiences by things people tell us they're not real we connect actually we can actually dissolve those old grooves and we can actually uh, create new ones yeah. with our conscious will and our effort and attuning with these powers. Um, so, yeah, and I was going to add to that in that same vein of taking the steps. I think it might be a, a, a one of the steps on this prog the progress of this, but at least it happened to me, is that I got I got a sense of my power with all of the reality of this, the reality of being able to tune into the divine as my grit, uh, as the imagination, noticing that if I did get into these calm states, that visions of the future would show up and then feel, okay, it is a hundred percent my responsibility to make these things happen. It's yeah. no longer, you know, Chris going through life, hoping things work out, just kind of casually moving through in a sort of aloof 
state and just wanting things to happen and having a positive attitude and just hoping somebody that, you know, it, it, it was this gripping, overwhelming uh, realization that it's all un, under my responsibility yeah, yeah. to make it happen. And yeah. it was like, I had a, like a, like just some moments of like, Oh my God, <laughs> you know, like almost like too overwhelming and then realizing that and then it was just like no 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 chris relax 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 it's remember it's not your ego doing it you know you're not actually you're you're just deciding to do it you want this to happen you want this future you're feeling good about it you are this person and i'll give you the strength i'll give you the next steps i'll give you the wisdom and then it and then it became fun again it's like oh, yeah. okay all right all right it's not it's not my ego that has to do all this because ego can't do it right it's funny my grandfather clock just went off when you were speaking like that was like the the crescendo there which is like it is you are 100% responsible and it is 100% within your ability you know i think that's the one thing that i i always try to remind myself this is hard to remind yourself but we are that you know we are all part of the infinite there's something inside of us that no one else can touch and, and you know that thing that's that it's almost like you know us having this conversation the other day with my father actually we said there's things that happen in this world where we can't you know we can't see it but we can feel it we know that it's there you know and something as simple as like radio waves for example we can turn on the radio and all of a sudden there's music there we can make a phone call and we can hear someone's voice from across the world there's things that happen around us where we have no idea how it's actually happening. Someone does. There's technicians out there that can clearly tell you exactly how a telephone works or radios work. But we, for the for the rest of us, the layman, it's magic. You know, we we just these things appear to us without us seeing, you know, where exactly they came from. And and so if you think of it, the infinite. It's, it's that exponentially, right? It is something that we may not necessarily be able to see or hear the way that we're accustomed to, but we know that it's there. It's kind of like love. We all have the ability to experience love and it's hard to really define it, right? You can't put love into a box, but you certainly know that it, you can feel it, especially you can feel it when you have it for someone or something and you can feel that return, that love when it's reciprocal as well. And you know, that might be the definition of the infinite or God or, or whatever you, you want to define it as. But the one thing that I try to remind myself often of is that we are, if you, so I'm going to use infinite and God interchangeably. Um, it, it, you know, we are, we are God having a human experience. You know, there's something inside of us that is connected to that, to the great, to the infinite that you know, we, we have this like vessel that we get to walk around in that we call our body and we put all these cool things on it, um, you know, to help express what we believe to be ourselves. But that thing inside of us, when we pass on to the next space and that returns to the infinite, you know, imagine, imagine that we, we pray, we try to connect to the infinite to guide us, but like, it's, it's already within us. It, it is who it is. It's, it's in our everyday. So when you said to you know, why, why it's important to pray or why we, we pray or we meditate, we, to connect with it. Because we already have, to your point, Chris, we already have access to it. It, uh, it is already in a thriving every day. And so we remind ourselves of that, you know, um, and sometimes other people can remind us of the infinite within us. And sometimes we can need to remind ourselves that the infinite's within us. And that's when we are able to achieve 
anything we set our mind to. You know, you hear that old uh, quote, you know, you can achieve anything you set your mind to. It's it's because of that. It is it's it's the belief that you are part of something so much greater than you could ever know. And if you're able to access that and just take that action every day, eventually it happens. And then people get to that space where they achieve things and they're like, I don't know how I did it. You know, I just put my put, focused, put my mind to it and kept my head down and kept working hard. And eventually I got it. Well, you, it's because you tapped into your ultimate, the, 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 the exponential potential that's within, within all of us. And it's not easy to do because you have to be disciplined and you have to remind yourself that you're capable of doing it. You have to have faith. Um, and then you have to put a heck of a lot of action in place in order to achieve those things. But um, it gives me courage and it gives me confidence knowing that there's something so much greater uh, inside of me that I have a chance to have the ability to tap into um, every day and to achieve the mm -hmm. things that I want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In this, in this world, we need to know that because how else could we possibly exist in this life of just rapid change and all of the things that we see around us in the world? How could we possibly enjoy this life if we didn't know that? We didn't know that we were more than this, just this, this singular uh, ego that's just going to go through and try to try to get as much as sex and money and uh, fame and all of the things that we can get and then die. And, yeah. and that's it. You know, if that was the case, what a grim, what a grim existence that we have here on earth. We have to be very, it's, it's not a very fun game to play like that, but, and then, but when we can, we, we, like, God talks to us through our friends. So when we get around friends who remind us of these things or authors or teachers who remind us of this. And, we, and then we get a little sense of like, yeah, I know that's true. I know that's true. You have a sense of feeling that that's true. You yeah. have a sense of feeling your, your power that you have. I know that was for me, like I would hear these things and immediately it would just hit like, yes, I know that. I don't know how to do that yet. I'm not at a place where I can put that into practice yet, but the seed was planted and then it begins to grow and to grow. And then eventually, yeah, like if you put in the, the discipline, you keep reminding yourself, you keep doing these good things, keep putting yourself around. Um, and that's, I, I love having, being able to talk with you and having this podcast as a vehicle to have an outlet for these far out ideas and inspirations that yeah. come through the realizations, because I mean, the truth of it is you can't go around a lot of times talking like this to just the average person Good. in your life. Yeah. It, it, you know, um, so having a podcast for me is like very helpful and having the meditation group and having my brother to talk to. Yeah. It's really great because sometimes you say you if you start talking like this with people who don't get where you're coming from or haven't had any experiences like this, like it will make them angry yeah. at you. Yeah. to like talk about life in this way totally where they're just getting it they're misunderstanding what you're saying so i like so having something like this where it's like okay if you don't like this you can just turn it off <laughs> you're willingly tuning into this and you know like i say it a lot if you're hearing this kind of stuff you are you are in rare air yeah of, of some of the most positive in the on the planet yeah that can hear these kind of things and it resonates with you and you want to start putting into practice my teachers will say you don't know how close you are to your 
in your awakening experience. You don't mm. know how far along on this journey that you are. And Yogananda would say, you have to have very, 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 very good karma to even want to know God. Mm. So if you're hearing these things and you even want to know, you even want to know how to connect with the your imagination with the infinite, then you have you have done so much work to climb back up this mountain. I was thinking of the of the analogy of you know what you were talking about. It's like okay, and 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 Alan Watts says, "What would you do if you were God?" So this 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 entire universe they say is just a manifestation, and you were saying that God is love, and that the in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word mm -hmm. was God. And this in the Bible says God is love, and that love they say that um you know love and Om the vibration of Om Om uh, the vibratory pattern that's creating all of the physical universe that initial separation of God into from one into two into many came out of a of a feeling of love of mm -hmm. you have to have a you have to have a giver and a receiver of love so without the without the two there was no vibration so vibration is a up and down a space up and down space time and space time you know you can watch the you can watch things change or you can have a distance between two things and that vibration that began so love this one became two, became many, became the, the universe. God as love, vibratory creation of the universe manifested itself in, you know, uh, manifested itself in all that we're seeing now. And so what would you do if you were God? You would play within, you know, Yogananda says, this is God. The universe is God's, is God's hobby. And he takes it very seriously, this hobby. Yogananda says he's also very sorry to everyone about all of the suffering that we're going through because he feels it because he is every one of us. Mm -hmm. If you were God, you know, you are all of it. And you as God are actually now, you know, you, time is, is an interesting thing because time allows us to feel like we're just this one at a time. Like you feel like you're just this one person having right. this one single human experience, but you're really God having all of those human mm. experiences. Mm. Time helps it seem like you're only having one at a time. Yeah. <laughs> and so what would you do if you were God? You would, you would, you would go and explore it and play and you would enjoy it. And then you would, you would over time, you would over time like want to forget, forget that you are God, forget that you are God. And you would dare yourself to go deeper and deeper into this life. And eventually you would forget, you would forget your powers and you would start to just get more caught up in sense pleasures. So you think about this mountain, you know, you're up at this lofty top of the mountain where you understand the nature of reality. You understand that you're God, that you can just use your imagination. You're at a you know, you're at an apple tree and you want it to be a mango. You just change it and you just eat it. You know, it's like you're God. And then eventually you forget, 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 just like us, like Hanuman also, you forget your superpowers. And then as you forget, you start to get caught up in sense pleasures. 
and you follow the sense pleasures down the mountain, down the mountain. So now you're seeking after these lower yeah. things and you think that those are what's bringing you happiness. So we've climbed down this mountain, down this mountain, down this mountain. And then we finally get to the place where we've had all of these sense pleasures. And then we're like, man, this isn't doing me any good. Mm. There's so much more. And just like what you were saying, there's more. I know there's more. I know there's more. We're like a little monkey that just like over and over and over it's like okay this is uh, i'm working on a on a piece uh, a painting my brother and i are starting this week on yamantaka the slayer of death just like a monkey that you know reaches in is is trying to grab the treat and reaches his hand into and, and won't let go of the treat you know and is just trapped it's kind of like us we over lifetime after lifetime after lifetime we get caught up in three things it's so simple. It's like sex, intoxication, and greed. Mm. It's like those are the three things that keep us coming back over and over and over in this cycle yeah. of, of forgetting, forgetting, and just becoming the one little body and not realizing that we could expand and be all the bodies and we could hop around to everything and not get caught up in the one little thing, the stress, and all of that kind of stuff. It's the, th it, we just, keep getting trapped so yamantaka into tibetan the tibetan tradition and i'm you know i'm i'm pretty green on this but i love tuning into the deities and making paintings of them because they begin to speak to me and talk to me so the thing that was coming through is that yamantaka is the slayer of death mm -hmm. um, in the hindu tradition death is known as yama Yama, there's a story in the, in the Kata Upanishad about a, a, a teenage boy named Nachiketa who, who, who purposefully goes to meet Yama, the king of death. And they say that upon death, the moment of death, you're met by Yama. And Nachiketa, he was a very advanced young yogi, and he wanted to know the secrets of death, to overcome death, to stop this cycle of birth and death and rebirth and and. So Yama, what he does is he says, he starts to put into your mind visions of dancing girls, of beautiful music, of luxuries, of all of the things that you could have and tries to send you back down, back down to earth to go do it all over again. So it's, it's like we find ourselves in this great opportunity every time that that we that we leave this body we we expand and we have this opportunity to stop the cycle realize we're god and not not just jump back into the video game and hit play again play again play right. again and so yamantaka he's that energy that is the slayer of death that ability that we have like nachiketa in the story that says yama you're not giving me a blessing you're giving me a curse you know, he's offering you these and, and he'll try to trick you and say, no, no, no. But these beautiful girls, these women, they're not just beautiful. They also have they're also intelligent. They, they're well read. They, they can sing. They can perform. They can paint. You know, all of these. beautiful. So he's trying to entice you by these good qualities, these interesting things. And you're like, no, Yama, you're, you're trying to trick me. You're trying to trick me. And so that Yamantaka, he's that our ability to say, no, I'm not going, <laughs> I'm not falling for that again. I'm not falling for it again. And so when we have that ability to just to, in that, in that moment of death, just chanting Om, 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 mm. connecting with love again, the, the love vibration, which is the cause of everything. 
then we get to go to that. We get to leave all of this behind. Uh, all of the we get to leave behind all of the all of the agitation, all of the suffering. We don't leave behind all of the bliss and the joy and the infinite nature of reality because that's who we are. It doesn't go to like zero to nothing. I mean, it's like it's it's satchitananda, ever conscious, ever existing, ever new bliss without you know, without uh, limiting it down to just one form. And so right. that's at least my uh, take on it there. So <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah we got about uh, I, I five minutes here i guess before yeah i was listening to up. yeah i just wanted to say there i was listening to something else uh someone else actually talking about in in, in, in that same kind of vein about how um negotiating with with the desire to because we all have it those desires to, to with like laziness or indulgence or um temptation like to get to a space where you're going to say to yourself i'm no longer going to negotiate maybe i should maybe i i've already made the decision has already been made the negotiation negotiations are over i'm going to do what i set out to do what i know that i should do and so temptation intoxication laziness all of those things you you don't get a vote anymore you're no longer sitting at this table for negotiating and I think that was one of those things I was like, wow, that's really good. Like you don't have, you know, people will say like, what's well, this part? It's human. It's part of who I am. Maybe, but you don't, you can make the, you can, you can make the decision to no longer negotiate with any of those things that pull you off the direction you're trying to go to. And uh, Kobe Bryant, mm -hmm. I know he used to talk about this a lot. Like, you know, when he made his mind up to put, to, to, to this is where I need to go. Then all of those other distractions, oh, I'm in so much pain. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I'm going to feel it, it doesn't matter. None of that matters. I'm not even listening to it. I'm showing mm -hmm. up. I'm not negotiating mm -hmm. with, with, you know, with any of those fear-based or lazy, lazy uh, temptations. He's like, I'm just getting up and I'm just going. And that's the bottom line. Mm -hmm. And that's what they say too. Like meditation is a practice, is a practice for the final exam. Once mm. you find yourself, you know, you 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 spend your whole life practicing, creating discipline, whatever it is that you're you're aiming that at. And and yeah. in, in, in your meditations, if you're developing that willpower, if you're de developing that connection, that when you do find yourself in that great opportunity, that moment of death, and you've been practicing for it all along, you've been reading these kind of stories, you know that you're going to be faced with this. Yeah, I'm not going to negotiate. Um, and two in the future here, I think one of our, our future guests here that I've been um, talking to, we, we may get into talking to one of my teachers at Ananda here about death and about the moment of death and the, the uh, life as a practice for, for death. And uh, I think that's going to be a really fast because he has such interesting uh, insights around all of this and around you know, why we take birth with this body at this time with these parents. And there's all this yogic science that you can pinpoint uh, to all of these things that uh, I think will be really fun to talk about here in the future. And um, yeah, we're going to make this one uh, a little bit short today. And we'll kind of pick up again here in the future to, uh, to, to pick up where we left off. Um, so 
thanks to everybody for for joining us today. I know Jay's got to run, and um, we'll we'll pick up on a lot a lot of this. I have some really great uh, uh, plans for where we're headed here with the the future of the podcast. So I think maybe we'll, I'll share that in the next one as we move forward with this. And I think everybody's going to really enjoy it. Also, I've been every Tuesday on Instagram Live. That's at Seekers of the Eternal. Uh, join and we've been practicing with uh, harmonizing relationships. Uh, we've been practicing. Uh, there's one on there now that you can you can tune in with where it's about sending the life force energy to the spiritual eye, seeing the light there. And Yogananda has a, a technique for that light reflecting back onto the brain, scanning the brain, filling the brain with with light dissolving those old grooves that keep us into repetitive negative thought patterns destroying those grooves and then actually creating new grooves that are more harmonious and that mm. actually allow you to have a more peaceful mind and he says this is for those you know kriya is the supreme practice for this but then these techniques he he created for people to just do right now um, so I've been sharing that in in the, on the Instagram live. Go check those out. And it's been a, a joy being with you. And we'll be back again soon. Sounds good. Thank you so much, Chris, for your, your insight and wisdom today. It's always a blessing. Yeah, likewise. I love hearing your stories. I hear, and, and that really helps me to think about, you know, how to apply these things to my day as well. So thank you for sharing. And thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And we'll see you again next time. It's joy to you, friends. Blessings. Take care.